And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Aaron's Archives, episode number two with me, of course, Ronald Aaron, and of course, Farrell Hakim. How's it going, my brother? I, it is going good. <laughs> I said I. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Don't make it's, me it's redo this whole good. thing again, bro. No, no, no. We're not doing it, we're not doing it over again. I've, I'm too much of a troll. But um, I've been doing good. How, how about you? I've been doing great. I mean, I've been uh, doing hesitation. really bad because, like, I wouldn't say emotionally or psychologically damaged, but like this this past couple of days or these past couple of days has just been really like I've just been letting go of myself. Like I've been I haven't been sleeping or I've been sleeping in the day and haven't really been as productive as I would have wanted in the very least. I couldn't I was I was supposed to write an article this week, uh with video and uh make a video and things of the nature but i don't know i i i'm you know, I, I i'm guessing it's the lack of sleep but i might be wrong it's probably just like the lack of discipline as well you know about that um i was in that rut and and I, i'm still getting the rust off I, i'm not gonna say that i'm hella productive but this journaling has really kept me like vigilant has it mm. really kept me um you know pushing me to keep doing the things that I want to do only because of this right I was in the, I was in your position I was sleeping at like what 6 7 a.m. in the morning like mm. I was just reading literally I was just, I was just reading books okay but I felt like I wasn't doing anything like I was uh, it was for entertainment you know it wasn't anything for to improve myself um, even though you could argue that hey you know reading books actually um, stimulates yeah. this and that and like you learn like um, you know different main ideas and all that okay Whatever, I just, I myself did not feel anything uh, that, I, that I was doing anything productive, right? So, <clears throat> I would say you really won't get out of this until you really, really want to get out of it. Mm. Until there's something that clicks in your head and it's like, wow, I'm really a bum for doing this. I'm really a bum. And that's when I was just like, yo, you know what? I got to change my life. For and real, for real. It's, it wasn't even like a like I woke up and I wanted to whatever I woke up one day I decided to do it and I was like okay I'm just gonna let whatever happens to me happen to me you mm. know what I'm saying I'm gonna I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to, to make my life better but if it doesn't like if it doesn't work right I'm not gonna keep forcing it I'm gonna let it like slowly build up you know what I'm saying I, it's not that I'm it's not that I'm saying like don't try at all I'm saying try keep trying but don't force it because once it becomes a uh, like a, what is it called a like a chore, mm-hmm. you won't do it anymore. You won't keep doing it. I feel you. All right, but what I wanted to talk about was a couple of things. I was going to make a separate episode for the topic of journaling, but I think it kind of coincides with the whole books and learning type of topic. So we might as well intertwine those three topics together. So I first want to dive into the topic of reading because mm-hmm. I, I, for one, was, I mean, I could read and I, I could read fast for my age, but I never really took a liking to reading. I always thought of it as a chore. But what about you? What got you into reading and how did you come to like it? Problems, man. That's how I came into reading. Um, I started out with nonfiction. I started off with how to fix my life. You know, because uh, I, 
I was broken up. Well, not broken up, but I was heartbroken. Mm. And I was like, this sucks. How do I not care? How do I not care about these feelings that I have, right? How do I not care about the things that are happening to me and like just move on, live my life, be normal, you mm-hmm. know? So I got the book by Mark Manson. Um, the Settle Art. Yeah, The Settle Art. And uh, then it just went on from there. And then I had this this kind of like God complex, like, oh, I know everything, oh, this and that, you know? I think everyone's been there, you know, this God complex. I still have it a little bit, but not as much anymore. I, I'm Now I can admit when I don't know something, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. Or like, you should, or like, I'll like point to like the direction that they're supposed to go or whatever. But if I don't know something, now I'll, I'll say I don't know. But before I was like, oh, I know everything. Um, because I read all these books, and I'm like, ha ha ha, you suck, you don't read books. For real, for real. Please don't ever become like that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, everyone has that phase, but it's like, once you see that somebody else is always gonna be, like, better than you, and nobody really cares about you like that, nobody really cares about what you do, then you'll stop thinking about it. But, at that point, I was like, you know what, I don't, I don't, like, I know everything already, when in the like in the like the reality of it right i didn't know anything mm. i didn't do anything with the information that i that i gathered right and that's the most important part if you're reading something you got to apply it to your life mm. or or else you wouldn't you know you wouldn't remember anything from the book right especially if it's a non-fiction book if it's a non-fiction book and you read like a chapter about how to fish or something go out the next day and fish because if you don't remember i mean if you don't do the things you won't remember it right um what are your thoughts on that i'm pretty sure we were in the same predicament when it comes to how we both got into reading your your problem was emotional instability my problem Mm -hmm. was monetary dependency because i was always dependent with my on my parents so Mm -hmm. i read the book by Dan Locke, F.U. Money. And I think I told this story before. And basically what happened was I read the book on the plane from New York to Chicago. And that was, I've never felt more of an achievement. Or rather, it was such, it was kind of like a, like a, this sense of achievement of having read a book, especially on a plane, which was, uh, one of the, which is one of the perfect times to read a book, um, but in any case, so that was my problem, and I fixed that with a few money, and it kind of gave me a little bit of hope when it comes to gaining money, especially for my age, having you know being young and all that jazz, and then it kind of dabbled onto business books, and then I kind of got lost in the way. What I mean by that is it kind of got to the point where I asked myself, why am I reading all these books for? So mm-hmm. then <laughs> and then I kind of I went on a hiatus of reading books. So I, I kind of just stopped after reading. What was it? I think it was zero to one. I think it was zero to one. After reading that, I was just kind of just like, why am I reading all of these things? So I stopped. And then a friend recommended me or rather because my mother has a co-worker who was a book fanatic or rather a bookworm he reads a lot of non-fiction books and then one day she just comes into my room and gives me this book it was how to win friends and influence people 
it was it was one of those amazing old, book it was an old copy too it was an old copy and i just i knew of the, i knew of the book because i've uh, been a bookworm but not necessarily reading but you know those instagram posts were just like book recommendations i never really dabble into it but i knew of the book and then i read it in like one week and then what the co-worker would do uh what my friend would do was every week or every other week he would give me more books and then what i would do was i would try to beat myself so for example how to win friends I, it took a week and then the next book was i think the 25 biblical laws of success i i took like a night it kind of like he gave me a couple more books and then i th- i read the seven habits of highly effective people and then da 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 um so yeah and then i, I got into self-help and then it, <laughs> again it got to the point where i i, I asked myself well, why am i reading all these books for when i already know because a lot of self-help books kind of just not they kind of the they do things. they repeat the same thing and then what i would do is would you were you the type of person feral to read books from cover to cover non-fiction yeah, especially every single word i yeah. used to yeah i would do that too and it kind of took the joy of reading from me because i would just read it for the sake of finishing it not reading it for the sake of actually enjoying the book and incorporating what they say and so yeah and then I, I dabbled into psychology books and history uh robert green's books jordan peterson books um the end of mental illness by dr amen I, I i i'm dabbling into other areas right now i'm reading still the laws of human nature and a couple of fiction books one fiction book to be precise um the institute by uh stephen king and Blackout by Candace Owens and uh, a couple more political books as well. Mm-hmm. So I guess if we go back to your first question, that how we first started reading books was because we had a problem mm-hmm. and we wanted answers to them. Yes, sir. And the reason why I chose books instead of like YouTube and whatever, I tried YouTube, I tried Google. They were all, they were, okay. The information that was compiled was so random. Like mm. there, there wasn't because you know how in a course everything is organized from the start to, to the end, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's organized. It takes you through like a journey. With the book, it's the same thing, right? But on YouTube and whatever, some people have just, they just push out content. It's random, right? And even though they do compile it in a list or even a playlist, rather, it's 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 in a random order. Maybe they they it applies to like hot like more advanced people first and then beginners later and then mediocre people later like you know it, it doesn't really suit like it's all over the I place to, the it's all over the points. place exactly it was so so random so i was like i need something that's like super whatever like super composed super organized because i can't learn that way mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i can't have little pieces of information and not know what to do with that information you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying i feel you so i was like you know what let me get a bug let me read it it was enjoyable to me though at that time I was like you know what if I can read one book I can read two books if I can read two books I can read three books just like you I wanted to beat myself right I'm gonna read this book in four days I'm gonna read this book in three days I'm, I'm gonna read this book in I'm one read a day, book bro. a day <laughs> I'm gonna read a book a day just like those people said honestly 
get that out of your head. It's, it's not about it's not about the it's, pace. It's not a competition. It's not a competition. Not even to yourself, because if you don't enjoy reading it, and if you're if it's useless to you, stop reading it, man. Stop reading it. Yeah. Only read the things that you like to read, you want to read, and you have to read. As in, but personally, I do like a yearly goal. Like my my yearly goal is like thirty a year, which is not not a lot. If you if see by my standards, really... that that's me personally. Like mm-hmm. I would still have a goal in mind to read, because to me that's kind of just like I could do it, so might as well just have a goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it's, it's like how many books would you say you read in a month? Like three or two? Yeah, it's yeah, like, like three, like three or four. Then have a goal which is like just two, just for the sake of having a goal, because you but... you can already do it, so might as well. That's what I would do. That's what I do. Right. I mean, that's what you would do. But mm. for me, I'm a different person. I mm-hmm. feel like I want to read when I want to read. Wait, did you just say you didn't wanna... agree with me? Why are you on this podcast? <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, every person is different. You could do what Aaron does and you could do what I do. What I, what I do is I just, I don't care about numbers. I, I just read if I want to read. As in, uh, you know, if, if you're like making a blog or something, you have to read. Because you need all that information yes, to, to put out the content, right? If you're, I'm not really doing like a lot in terms of blogging or anything like that because, you know, that's just not what I'm doing. I'm doing it to build my skills and my personality and everything that I want to do in my life, right? That's facts. And, you know, information is not just from books, right? That, that you have to use everything around you as well. Reading a book is definitely amazing, but you don't, I, I don't even say you don't, I would even say, I would even go as far as like, not even reading a month. Like, like if you, if you don't have to read that month, if you don't have to read a book that, that really does help you out, or you really love that book, then don't read it. Only do something if you really want to do it, especially when it comes to ed- your own education. Like, for example, me, okay. I really, I had motivation to, to read Spanish for a while. Okay, or like to, I really wanted to learn Spanish for a while, right? And then up until that moment, like, is because my motivation is obviously a girl, like, because the girl couldn't speak freaking English, right? So, so I, I was like, you know what? This is it. This is my calling, dude. This is, I, I gotta, I gotta do everything that I can to like, um, learn Spanish now. I would say my progress has, you know, increased significantly. Yeah. Yeah, because I, as soon as soon as that happened, I went straight to a book. I didn't I didn't find a book that's like a grammar book for like Spanish or whatever. I, I, I literally just went on to like oh ha, um I want a story in Spanish. So I went out, um on you know I, I tried to find a book and I found a com- compilation of short stories, and I started reading that and I started to understanding a little bit, and then um I was listening to like a lot of Spanish speakers, I was, like, really, really focusing on, like, what they're saying and, like, how how things are organized. And then I Did would, it like, matter whether or not you understood it completely or understood no, it even at all? You just need to understand the gist of it at like what, first. What was your thought process? Because I'm actually trying or I've always wanted to learn Portuguese, which is kind of similar to Spanish. Mm-hmm. And what I would do is I would install all these apps, but I, I kind of lost motivation towards Dude. the middle. And how, what do you think was your thought process hopping okay. into reading a Spanish book and listening to these Spanish content? Look, the, 
if you really think about it, how we grew up, right? Mm. Let's say, let's say you learning Tagalog, right? Like you were, you were in the Philippines. Eh, Tagalog, mahal ko kayo. Let me stop. Why did okay. I say it like that? Mahal ko kayo mga Filipino viewers. <laughs> kung meron man. <laughs> but anyway, so back in your country, back in my country, everything around us was either Tagalog or Indonesian, right? So yes, for sir. you, Tagalog, for me, Indonesian, okay? And that's how we learned. Our parents spoke whatever language we wanted to learn, right? Yes, sir. Everybody in our school, right? What we were learning was, you know, um, whatever languages that we were that we were learning, right? So we were surrounded by all this content. We were reading, like, I, let's say for me, I was reading Indonesian, I was writing Indonesian, I was speaking Indonesian, right? And I was listening and watching television, uh, Indonesian content, right? If you look at it, you could learn the same way now. You know what I'm saying? Start always start with the basics. Always start with the alphabet because that's how we learn, right? Let's say even if we go back to the beginning, that's how we learn. We learn our ABCs first, right? So learn your alphabet, and then learn a few a few like um, like important words. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like like words that you use all the time, like and and the and like articles, right? And the uh, why, how, where, what, when. So the right? basics first, like the easiest of words. Literally the basics. How you learn whatever language you learned first is how you should learn every other language afterwards. Because that's the only way we can learn. If you deprive yourself of surrounding yourself with the content, then you're depriving yourself in learning the content. You, If you really want to learn something, you have to immerse yourself in the culture. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. That's the fastest and easiest way to do it. For me, it's easy because everybody here speaks Spanish. At my job, everybody everybody speaks Spanish at my job because, like, ninety percent of people who come, the customers speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and now I'm here like surprising them and bro. <laughs> I think I think yesterday, um, some woman, some customer came to me, and I knew she couldn't speak English because like I asked her something in English, and then she looked to the person, the person translated for her, and I was like, okay, from here on out, I'm gonna speak Spanish, and then she was like, oh, I thought you spoke Mandarin. <laughs> I was like, okay, bro, whatever, but uh, but yeah, I was like, you know, señora quiere quiere una bolsa, and she like that, and so she started like. Whoa! Like you can, you can like understand, speak Spanish, whatever. Like, yeah, you know a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. You know a little bit. Feel me? But you know, I was super embarrassed and super nervous at first mm-hmm. because it's like you feel uncomfortable because it's not your own culture. You know, right. like you, like you would really, um, at least for me, I'm like, oh, what will people think? If I say it, you know, if, if I speak their language, you know, what, what would people really think, right? Mm-hmm. Are they going to be like, oh, like, why is this Asian guy speaking Spanish? You know, like, that's really weird, right? Or that, at least in my head, that's how it was. Like, everything was just judged towards me. And then once I was just like, you know, nobody really cares. Nobody cares about what you're doing. Nobody cares about anything. You're never going to see those people ever again in your life. So just do it. So once I threw myself in it, literally, I started like, uh, listening to a bunch of like uh, Spanish music, listening to uh, watching like Netflix, like Netflix shows, um, which are in Spanish, and all this and that. Like, and I started speaking more to my friends in Spanish, and they're like, "Damn, like, bro, you got you got pretty good." Because I immersed myself in it. Because I literally every day I would be I would be doing it. If you don't do something every day, you won't learn anything. 
or your 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 learning curve will be like st- like stagnant. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's just gonna be the same thing over and over again, because that's how. Okay, think about it like this. You know how we have Spanish class, right? Yes, sir. We have it like once a day, right? And it's and it's only for forty five minutes, right? Minutes. We don't do anything outside of that. You know? Yeah, we'll have homework, whatever, but it's like we don't speak it regularly. We don't listen or or watch content regularly. You know, so we wouldn't really learn anything. So for those three years that we went to Spanish class, I didn't learn crap. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know how to do anything. You know, and I think the hardest part is speaking it. Is like, cause you have to. You have to try to like, what is it called? Translate in your head, and whatever. Like from your language like to their language. English. No, it's like yep. Spanish, and then English in your uh-huh. head. You got to translate it, and then uh-huh. out Spanish. Exactly. So now I don't do that. When you learn a new language, you should not try to translate in your head. Erase that from your head only because of this. When you read in English, right? When you read in English Mm -hmm. and you create, like, especially if it's like a novel, you create an image in your head, no? Yeah. So you don't even, it's not like you're, you're, it's It's not not like like you translate from Tagalog to to English. When you read green grass, you don't go translate what green grass is and then imagine right. what it is in that language that you exactly. are nat- uh, natural with right so now when i read something i don't try to translate it in my in my head i try to to make sense of it in that language you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like because of that and especially when my friends are speaking to me because they speak super fast like in spanish i'm like what the hell are you yeah, saying but i'm like you say, say it again like they literally would not let me speak english now because it helps me a lot like I, I literally like can understand what they're saying it's really really weird but anyways back to the topic of reading if you want to get to know something right if you really want to do something you will do it it doesn't matter right it doesn't matter like um like it doesn't like nothing else matters if you really want to do it you will go and do it you know what i'm saying if you really have love for it so that's why i feel like in in my life right now mm-hmm. right you should love everything not just relationships not just your girlfriend your boyfriend your parents not just whatever love everything you you are doing right and this even goes back to to uh what is it called um damn it's it's really like it's out of my head right now stoicism mm-hmm. right it goes back to stoicism like love the things that you already have and love the things that you do right so once you do that, once you you learn to love the things that you do, you will not stop doing it. Okay. That's just my thought. Alright, so now that we got our history and background of reading and what it's done to us, how do you think you've tried to uh, try to what did, what did, what accent was that? <laughs> but try to try to how how do you think you've tried to or have done so um, learn or retain as much information from reading as much as you can from any book okay that was a really really bad question I know I, I couldn't formulate my thoughts ba- for some I think reason I, I understand though so you're asking me like how do you retain the information that you get from reading yeah okay <laughs> Bro, you've know, been doing my, this for a longer, like longer time than I have. I my brain just stopped like, working for some reason. Right, it's okay. We have brain parts, but okay, I get what you're saying. Um, to retain the information, I think I, I mentioned this before, is to do it. 
once you gain the information, use the information, right? Let's say in my particular way, if you're trying to learn a new language, right? And you learn a certain word, right? Let's say for me, at least now, I'm learning five new words a day. And you got to use those words in some sort of text. You know what I'm saying? Like, go write. After you learn the words, go write it down. Yes, sir. Right? In, like, let's say in a story form or whatever. I like to do stories because it's more exciting to me. And I've been doing it for a long time. So it's just it's just fun for me. So write and, like, let's say if you're trying to learn Spanish. Mm-hmm. If you learn five new words, um, then use those words within your story. Right? You can even do a continuous story or whatever. And um, so, yeah. So if we go into something more like, like I said, fishing, right? If, if you... Like how to like cast your like I don't know fishing boat. You know I shouldn't even use it because I don't know how to fish. Um, <laughs> let's say let's say like building a computer, right? Mm-hmm. If you go in and you read a book on how to how to learn a computer and you don't use it, you're not gonna remember anything. Uh-huh. If you read a book on how to build a computer and you go through the motions, like you go through all the parts and you do it. Obviously, when you build your next computer, you're going to know everything already because you already built one, right? You don't need that information anymore because you already have it. It's already built inside of you. you your body adapts, your brain adapts. You know what I'm saying? So once you learn the information, it's hard to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. If, you, if, if you do it well, if you do it well and if you do it often, it will be there in your memory forever. Just like if you're doing a job, you know, the job is, is repetitive, so you'll learn to do it and you'll you'll never forget there you go what was in my mind was i mean you kind of touched upon that um during your um previous tangent but what i was kind of thinking in my mind when i asked that question was do you highlight do you like write things down i mean you you do it that's a way for it but um, I don't anymore. You don't what anymore? I don't. I don't anymore. I don't do that stuff anymore. I don't highlight. I don't write anything down or anything. I just do now. It's just makes sense. Makes yeah, sense. Like it's, but say, it's, it, mm-hmm. but say you're reading things like, I don't know, the laws of human nature or mm-hmm. man's search for meaning by Viktor Frankl. Mm-hmm. How would you say use or do? those things that you've learned from such books okay well shoot me a law a law the law of the first one the law of irrationality tell me about it and basically no matter how rational we think we are in certain circumstances we will always come out irrational and uh, what is necessary for us is to first find that space between um reaction and um situation you know there's a pause between there it's like i don't know what it's called it's it's in the seven habits it's like basically like oh what should i do in this moment should i just be reactive and do this or should i it's like yeah find that space yeah right okay so whenever see by you telling me that it's just like it already makes a picture in my head. It already makes a movie, right? Because that's how I read everything now. Mm-hmm. You know, I create scenarios in my head because your brain is such an imaginative and such a powerful weapon that if you really learn how to use it, 
in your own way, right? You might not use my way, but if you use it in your own way, you can do, you can remember anything, right? For example, for what you said, okay? Um, just like how I said in the previous podcast, like when I read a novel, right? I pretend like it's either me or I'm the character, right? But I'm still going through it. I I'm feel still, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, you feel like you're that character. You're still becoming that character and those experiences become yours, right? So once, once you told me that, I'm already in my head thinking about like, I already have a whole setting, you know, outside QCM or whatever, outside, outside the mall, right? Somebody's trying to come up to you, they, they're, they, they said something to you, and then you're in this space, in this moment, right? There's a, there's a movie, there's like a movie in my head where it's like, everything stops, mm-hmm. and it's just your own thoughts fighting each other, right? Like so now it's like, what should I do? Should I be rational and like, and like just stay calm, be the bigger man, or should I be reactive and fight this guy? I'm mad right? at it. Alright. So once once you that's how my brain works, you know, that maybe that's not how your brain works, but my brain works in a movie. And I have to experience it in my head because my br- like if you tell yourself a lie, you know, enough times, you'll you'll believe it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you just keep having those Im- like images, at least for me, I'm going to remember it. Like that I'm never going to forget because also like a bunch of other nonfiction books have said the same thing, you know, like don't at least like some the ones that I read, like, oh, don't be so reactive, you know, um, there's always moments that you compose yourself, think, you know, the outcomes, all this and that. And that also creates images in my head as well and all that stuff. So that's how I remember things by by creating a story in my head. I feel you. I, but you? for me, for me, you already know how I do it. I used to highlight and I used to because, you know, in um because I read on my phone and in Apple Books, what you can do is you can highlight things and then you can tap those highlights and put notes in it. So you can, it's kind of like writing along the margins. I used to do that, but what I kind of figured out along the way is that you can only see those notes through such arduous tasks for example you have to open the book you have to find which one you highlighted and then you have to tap it and then you have to read it so for me what i do now is i don't highlight anymore what i would do is i would read a chapter of a book and then what i would do is if i once i finish reading that chapter i would go on my google keep or google notes and then i would um i already have a label and the label is the book which I'm reading, and then under that label, I would write notes, kind of like flashcards, but in Google Keeps, and then I would write what I learned in that specific chapter. And if the second chapter is similar to the first chapter, either A, I wouldn't even read it, or B, I wouldn't write anything because I already wrote what I needed to write in that topic since those two topics are very similar. But if within the chapter is really good and there's like two, three main points i would write those down if it's really good um, when it comes to history i do the same thing if it's really captivating like in man's search for meaning it's it's, it's a historical book uh, the first part at least it was a historical uh, viewpoint of victor frankel and then the last part is a psychological analysis and then yeah that's what i would do and then the, the reason why i write things is because i wrote an article I think it was for others are fools must you be too and I remember I was in this predicament or I was in the situation wherein I was against the ropes and 
one of the responses that came into my head was, oh, well, this person or in my head, I was I was thinking, well, this person did this. How come I'm getting indicted when he did the same thing and he didn't get indicted? And then in my mind, I was just like, aren't aren't you the person that wrote in your article? A person can never look at another person's heart, nor can he tell the circumstances wherein that led to his actions aren't you the also the person that said to justify one's action by dragging along somebody else's business is not justified at all so i, I kind of just caught myself with that that's why i write things because it kind of just gives you that i don't know that that secondary voice it's just like you're a hypocrite if you do that so it's it's kind of just like mm. okay okay you feel me? I feel like, yeah, you know, I kind of agree with you on that as well. Because, like, writing is a very powerful tool. Because let's say you have all these scrambling thoughts in your head, right? Mm-hmm. And once you put them down on paper... Yo, real quick, can you, like, speak louder? Because, yeah. My oh, bad. yeah, my bad. I'm like, I'm, like, far away from the mic. So, yeah, so, so writing is a very powerful, like, weapon. Because, you know, you have all these different thoughts in your head and you can't stop them, right? Um the way to to organize them is through writing you know write down whatever is important because once once you flow once you keep writing your brain is going to send the information one by one and the information that is not really needed is going to be forgotten and that's that's how i see it now especially um let's go into the topic of writing now right Mm -hmm. um journaling you know it's, it's what i've been doing i haven't stopped since I don't know what like two weeks ago something like that that's good. I, I haven't i haven't stopped once because it's a necessity now like i'm like i feel bad if i don't do it and plus i don't, I don't want to lose the streak that i have on my calendar um <laughs> but it really works it's like it's like telling myself like bro like you you gotta get your stuff together man you really do because who else N- nobody really cares about you so who's really gonna do it if not you you know what I'm saying? I feel you. And, and it's, a, it's like a slap in the fix. It's like, damn, I know all these things. But, you know, if you don't write it down, if you don't put it physical, you know, like pen to paper, then you're not going to do it. Like, you're just not going to. Because it will be in the back of your mind, but it's just going to be like all the way back there. You know what I'm saying? Like all the way back there. You're not going to remember it. And even if you do, you're not going to do it. But there's some like unspeakable power about writing where it's just like, like, it's like a, your own drill sergeant, you know? Yeah. I even wrote that down, like, in, in, one of my, in one of my journals. Like, I need a drill sergeant to tell me to get up in the morning, to, to go get out of my bed, do all that stuff. I'm going to be honest with you. It's a, it's a process, you know? You don't, just, you, know, you don't just write things down and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this tomorrow, and then, and then you don't do it. No, it's, yeah, a, it's like, y- there's going to be days, like, there's going to be, like, days where where you're not gonna do that you're just gonna stay in bed and you're gonna be comfortable but then there's this gnawing thing in your head that just keeps like nagging you to get up get out you know like and then you start to listen to it you start to like okay you're like oh, you know what i'll listen to you mm-hmm. you know because the power of doing stuff right so there's a process to this you read stuff you get knowledge right you write stuff down to organize your thoughts right and then doing them when you do them right you also have the feeling like oh that wasn't so bad. I could do that again. That wasn't so bad. So let's say, for example, with I'm doing a IT course currently for um, from Google. You know, like it's um, 
it's a beginner entry course level because I, I really want a better job, right? So I guess before actually reading is you need a motivation. You need something to work towards, right? Mm-hmm. For me, it was um, I looked at my paycheck and I was like, no, this is not it. I don't, I, this is not enough. You know what I'm saying? I pay rent and I pay and I, and I, I have these other things that I have to pay for all by myself, right? Health insurance and I have to pay for um, my gym membership and and you know like x y and z factors yeah x y and z exactly so i'm like damn adulthood is is looking real slow right now and this is this is not enough you know um i also pay like my own tuition right i gotta pay like even if it's like um like less than what it should have been i still gotta pay that off right so i gotta start learning how to save and all this stuff and i was like this is not it getting two hundred dollars per two weeks is not enough for me you know what i'm saying it's it's just not so after that i felt like i was really like in rock bottom i was like this is like where's my life going you know like what am i gonna do with my life you know i always tell myself that if you don't like to do something just just like what would i tell myself you know i would tell myself to get up and change my life right because i'm not the type of person that's like oh you know like this sucks (laughs) i'm gonna just keep going no, like, if you don't like something, change it, you know? Mm-hmm. I've never been that type of person. Even when I was, like, um, you know, stories in the the podcast, right? The Before the Spotify one. Um, when the bell rings? The one the bell rings, right? So, in the bell rings, I, I told a story about, like, how, you know, I got a little bit beefier, you know? It's because um, I had a motivation. Like, I wanted want to get girls, and I also wanted to, like, um, I'm going to be real truthful. Like, I don't even care. Um, I wanted to get girls, and I guess it's a lot of people's motivation want to get girls and also wanted to just look better for me you know and for other people I am you know because right and um i wanted to just stop being bullied so i changed myself never been that type of person to to just stay where i'm at mm-hmm. never so at this point i'm like damn like this really hurts me because i want to help my parents too i want to help them pay rent i want to help them do this and i can't do that if i'm getting this amount right i have stuff to worry about too you know, and I want some luxury to myself as well so that I can push myself to become a better person, right? I don't spend my money on, like, stupid stuff. I spend my money to invest in myself back, you know, yeah. back into myself. Of course. So I was like, okay, this is not enough. What am I going to do? I've been hearing about this IT course a lot, you know, and I was like, you know what? Formal education is not the only education that's going to get you somewhere. Yes, sir. And there's now so many more things on the Internet that you can do to help yourself up, right? So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try to do this. It's only $50, right? I can spend that much, and I'm not spending it on something stupid, right? It's it's something that's going to help me out. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important part. Don't spend st- stuff on stupid things and, and food. Mm-hmm. If you can save money on food, bro, save that money on food because food is expensive, right? So, and you don't see it too. It sneaks up on you. It's like, oh, $20 here and there, you know, McDonald's meal, whatever. It sneaks up on you. Anyway, so... Um, after that moment, I was like, you know, I'm going to try this out. So I tried it out. And at that point I was reading the supplemental readings that they were giving me. I was watching the content, which means I'm getting information, right? That's the same thing as reading, right? And then I'm writing things down as well. I'm taking notes, right? Mm -hmm. Of the things that I want to remember, of the things that, that I felt was important to me. And Mm -hmm. also because there were tests, every single, like every single module has a test right at the end. So I was like, okay, I'm going to need this information. I'm going to write it down and I'm going to remember it. Okay. So that was the writing portion, and then me doing it was doing the test, right? See, everything everything comes in order here, 
right? You, you first get the information, then you write stuff down because you want to remember, and then you do the thing so you can remember even further, right? Because that's the point of doing tests is so that you remember, right? And, and after that, like, you repeat the process, you know? After every single module, you know, I, I was really, I was weeks behind. You know, I was like three, I was two weeks behind, I think. And I was like, what am I doing? I don't, I don't even really want this. And I was like, look back at what your motivation was, you know? Because you have those days where you're like, I really don't want to do this. I hate doing this, you know? And I started to love it because, hey, I didn't choose the IT course for no reason. You know, I chose it because, you know, I've been doing, like, I've been, I had a computer for like almost all my life. You know, I like being on the computer and I, I know some stuff. So uh, it was interesting information for me. So then I grew to like finishing these tests, getting hundreds. Like even before this, I, I finished up a test, right? Even before like this podcast, I was like, oh, I got to finish this test first, right? Yes, sir. And I got a hundred because I didn't want less than a hundred. And if you really want something, you're gonna do it you know what i'm saying like you're gonna pay attention you're gonna focus you're gonna do all this and that mm, I'm and, mad at it. and the same thing happens in everything that you do if you want to create a business gain the information on how to make a business right write your plan for the business right um then start the business once you get the information once you have a plan just do it you know what i'm saying like don't be afraid see this all ties in together right don't be afraid because nobody really cares about what you're doing Nobody cares. Just throw yourself 100% into it. Love it. Do it. And the results make you love it more. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's just my thought process on, like, the entire thing. Like, that's just summarizing, like, everything that we talked about just now. For me, yeah, going back on the topic of writing, um, have you? this is the first time that you've ever journaled this year, 2021? Yeah. Yeah, I did the same thing in 2020, and I just did not want to lose any streak. I don't remember what day it was, but I just took a detour. I was supposed to go somewhere, but I took a detour to Michael's, and what I bought in Michael's was this really good sketch pad. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, 13 or $15, but it's really good. One of those bullet journals, and then I have this this thing. Like, it looks like this. Uh, the viewers can't see it, but uh, Pharaoh can. And um, I think it's really like good. It's a tablet, like a tablet Yeah, right, it looks case. like a tablet, right? And yeah. then it has everything in here. It has photos and everything. And uh, at first, my mindset into going into journaling was I just needed my thoughts somewhere else other than my own head. Like, I needed my thoughts instead of going um instead of being uh you know how a yarn ball is right very messy i needed it to be just one fine line you want it to be organized yeah i want it to be organized so that's what journaling did for me journaling as well as praying so what i do is i uh, i i pray and then i uh i i write i don't know why i made that sound effects but i i i write that's, that's exactly <laughs> what pen to paper sounds yes. like. Yeah, yes. Exactly. <laughs> and then um I remember I brought this everywhere and I was one of those um I, and I was getting into minimalism and uh, things of the sort. I still mm-hmm. am a minimalist and then remember when I had that shoulder bag instead of a backpack? Yeah, yeah. I really liked that shoulder bag. I, it was kind of a factor of well, I don't really bring anything else other than 
my notebooks, which is really question. thin. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I, I have a question. Did you feel better than most people? No, I just, I just felt more comfortable because I didn't, I didn't need a backpack. That was like literally the entire. Motivation. But were you ever judgmental towards people? Like, oh, you know, the, no. Why is he bringing so much stuff? But whatever. No. Okay. It was kind of just like for me, I didn't need mm-hmm. one, and I had a shoulder bag which fit everything, and it was more comfortable for me because I could just like take it in or take it in rather put it on and take it out easier. So that okay. was just my motivation for it, and I kind of didn't. It was factor of that, and it was a factor of trying to train myself not to care. And that's one of the one of the toughest things I had to learn throughout high school, which was nobody else cares other than you. Whatever you think mm-hmm. that they would care about your physical looks, they don't. It's all a figment of your imagination. That was nobody like a, a sh- yeah, and don't nobody care but you for real. That's that's a fact, and if you're worried about that big pimple in the middle of your nose, because that was that happened like more than twenty times throughout the span of high school for me, I would put a band aid on it, and what that did for me was like I thought I used to think that oh if I had a band aid on it that would, um like have people not look at me weird because it was the, the band-aid i'm covering it up whatever you just made yourself a bigger I, target yeah <laughs> i just made myself a bigger target because <laughs> now i have a bigger thing on my face which was one band-aid if i would just let it slide and accept the fact that i have a pimple instead of either popping it or and making it worse or trying to conceal it just you know, conceal, don't feel, don't let them know you feel me. But now they know. <laughs> let it go, bro. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. You already know. But um, yeah, I would say that too. So I needed my thoughts back. Uh, going back to journaling, um, I needed my cl- my thoughts to clear out. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I was in Toastmasters, and um, I wanted to. The reason why I went to Toastmasters is because I needed to. I not necessarily I needed to feel more confident, um, because I already knew, I already know from being, like from the history of my entire childhood, I've always been a very verbose person. Like I've always been. You ha- yes, you are. Like I've always been talkative. That's that's just me. Like I don't care who you are, I will talk to you. That's that's always been the type of person that I am. But it was more so the experience of having. Uh, to talk to different strangers, the um, the experience of going being a part of something even bigger, and um, I would I would be there early. I would arrive there early, and I would journal too. Like I I would write. Uh, I hope I get picked into um, what's it table talks because table talks is kind of this thing wherein the host or the the toastmaster would look at the list of people who attended and pick randomly and then they would give you a topic and then this is what you should talk about and lo and behold i got picked and then da 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 um and then it was kind of like a good experience and that was the beginning of 2020 was when i started going out out like when i started going out when i started hanging out with you guys when i started uh going out on my own uh, going to manhattan for toastmasters every monday and then covid struck and i was just like come on bro the 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 moment i try to gain a little bit of independence you're gonna take this but in any case 
that's when I started dabbling, reading hecka more books and journaling mm-hmm. hecka lot. And then Wish happened and then Music Pod and then a whole bunch of projects, which was Snowball. amazing. And uh, yeah, journaling kind of helped me from... Um, it's kind of like this. Have you watched the Blair Witch Project? No. Okay. So basically what the entire plot of Blair Witch Project is, you don't know what's going on. You you don't know. Like, mm-hmm. is it the branches? Is it a ghost? You don't know what it is. It's the territory of the unknown that makes it... Scary. Scary and a bigger plot. What journaling does or what praying does or what articulating your problems does is you face your dragons it actually becomes smaller and it becomes more controllable controllable while simultaneously making you bigger you feel me because it's like you already know what it is and uh, i'll give you another example voldemort you know it's like he who he who shall not be named or you know who people were like scared of it and then hermione goes ahead and goes voldemort and it's just like it kind of shrinks down. You feel me? It kind of becomes mm-hmm. this gray, vague cloud to just this one tiny needle. So that's what journaling does. That's what praying does for me. And uh, yeah, like it kind of gives you a little bit of more controllable things, a bird's eye view into your problems as well because you're articulating right. your, your, your problems. Like what is your problem? Another example is... I say I would have like three things laid out for the day and I would think to myself, oh, this is, I got a lot of things to do. You feel me? I got, I got this, I got this, I got this. And then fake I would... Fake busy, bro. Be yeah. fake busy. No, what I would do is I I would go to my Google calendar and say, okay, I have 12 hours in the day. Give or take a few more. So thing A would go, would take about approximately one hour. Put it right here. Thing, thing B would take me about two or three hours put it right here and then thing c would take about one hour to 30 one hour to an hour and 30 put it right here and then all of a sudden you have a nine more hours and it's like i didn't i don't necessarily have a lot more things to do than i you feel me it's like you have more time than you actually thought because you made it clear to yourself what it is that's your problem and you actually did something about it and that for me is um, what I would say confronting your dragons even if it's a tiny dragon it's like how to train your dragon you feel me like yeah, oh shoot all, how to train what? your dragon another toothless the most mm-hmm. powerful dragon supposedly like they mm-hmm. couldn't see the, the thing the Nightwing they couldn't see it mm-hmm. but then the main protagonist was just like he, he came, up close to it, came up close to it and he was just like this is what we're afraid of you feel me so, mm. like, that's what I would say. Yeah, how, how to train your dragon is can I, can I just say it's such a great movie. Yeah, I bro. love, I love, I love that movie, and also the TV show. It's great. Um, watch it if you haven't. But <laughs> I feel like there's two fundamental things that you were talking about here, mm. and it's the two fundamental things in life that we should learn, right? That everybody should just start doing. Okay. Um, the first one, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna forget the second one, but the first one is that to take the first step. So just do it. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody is scared of something, you know, because we'd never know what it is. We don't know what it is until we experience it, right? Just like doing your homework, right? Will take you you think it's gonna take so much time, oh my god, so much effort, so much work. Mm. And when you do it, it's actually like, oh damn, it's twenty minutes. Yeah. 
you know, five minutes, ten minutes. Oh wow, that's that's not even, you know, because I remember like when I was in high school, I was like, oh damn, it's gonna take four hours. I'm just gonna copy. So I just copied my my, my entire way through high school. I'm being so serious. I did. And then um, when I really like, it, whenever I did them, you know, mm. I'm kind of like a perfectionist. So like, I want things to be done right. If mm-hmm. I do something, I want it to be done right, hundred percent. Like it's either done right or not done at all. Exactly. That's that's always been my like my mindset. I Even imagine. like uh, when you ask me, when you told me like you do like things in blocks, you get you take like rest or something like that. That's what I would do. Me, yeah, yeah. I have to I have to do it all in one sitting, or I won't do it at all. And that one sitting has to be perfect. If not, boom, not that. I'm not gonna do it over again. Like it's just, I'm just not going to. Um, so I would invest all my time into that one thing that day, and I would feel like super exhausted. But I finished that one thing perfectly. I'd be like, cool. Um, but anyway, so the first <laughs> fundamental thing is, um, go for it. Dive yourself a hundred percent into it. Don't be scared. People don't care about what you do. Though they don't care. You will come out as a better person because of it. So just take that first step. Is the hardest step to take. But it's the most rewarding, okay? And the second fundamental thing is that there's always a light at the end of the tunnel, okay? That's a very cliche thing, but it's so, so true. Like, Bro, I have a negative after, connotation whenever I hear that nowadays. Wow, okay. Well, you, you can talk what? about it after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, right. go ahead. So for me, it's like, after you take that first step, which is the, the first fundamental lesson, right? After you take that first step... You go, you go through all these things, and you go into like these obstacles that that you that you think are so, so big and so dangerous and so like, eff- like it just takes so much time and effort, right? Mm-hmm. And then at the end, after the fact, you're looking back at it, you're like, damn, that wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's always been like that, at least for me, and every heartbreak that I went through, you know, quote unquote heartbreaks, like there's, <laughs> there was always. Like damn, like why did I do that? You you look back and you're laughing at yourself because you're like, damn, why did I think that was so scary? Why did I think that was so bad? It was not so bad. I learned something out of it, you know. When you're in the moment, you don't think you don't think about all that stuff because you haven't done it yet. You haven't experienced. You haven't finished it yet, you know. Like when I was building my computer, you know, it was so. I, it took me five hours because I thought it was gonna be so hard, and I, I was just so like, because you know those pieces were expensive, right? I spent a lot of money on, on that computer, all right. And those those pieces, I did I didn't want to ruin anything, and it was all me. Like I had nobody else to blame, so I was like, "Damn, I can't blame nobody else. I gotta, I really gotta do this like perfect, you know." So I did. I finished it, and I was like, "Once that, once I finished, I was like, I thought I was never gonna finish. I thought I was gonna break something, and it all worked." I'm like, "Beautiful." I'm like, "This is amazing. There is light at the end of the tunnel." So, what's your story? Oh yeah, um, I was watching this debate between Jordan Peterson and Slavoj Žižek. And Slavoj Žižek, he's kind of like a meme philosopher. He's very, he's very, he, he's a great, he's a great person. I, I don't necessarily know any of his philosophies, but in any case, they were in a debate. And at the end of his segment, he said, yes, there may be a light at the end of the tunnel. And it's probably another train coming this way. <laughs> I just started dying after that. I'm just like, okay, bro, chill. <laughs> that's why. That's a very dark way of looking at it. Exactly, and I was just like, every time I hear somebody say, "Oh, there's always gonna be a light on at the end of the tunnel," and to be <laughs> funny, not to be like negative right. or anything, but just to be funny, yeah. I would say, yeah, it's probably it's another probably, train. It's probably another <laughs> train coming this way. I was funny as heck. No, that's I funny. Dying. I'm gonna start using that. I'm start using that. But yeah, I I also wanted to talk about just the act of doing i'd say i would um 
say I'd be struggling to write up something because I I write articles, I write, I write for my blog, and I would I would have either reader I wouldn't have nowadays writer's block for me is I just haven't read more so that's what I would do and anytime I get frustrated at writing I would just calm myself down push my chair back literally and walk out the room and I would either do something physical like clean or wash dishes or clean the toilet or scrub something like I need my head out of it I need to be physical or um, whenever I feel as though I'm being way too comfortable I feel as though I'm Icarus flying way too close to the sun, being comfortable with my own predicament. Um, this verse, this Bible verse, would always come into mind. It was uh, Acts twenty four seventeen, No, Acts twenty four sixteen. 16. Mm -hmm. It would said, So I always take pains to have a clear conscience toward both God and man. It, it, there's, there's, there's just something about pain that keeps you grounded. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like say, just voluntary fasting or even working out, just taking a walk. Something that's physical, yeah. taking pains. Not yeah. necessarily cutting yourself, right? I'm not advocating for that because that's just self-harm. I would say it's like voluntary pain, which would be working out, taking a walk, like I said, or, or cleaning, doing something, organizing your room, something that just keeps you moving and not stagnant. There's just something about pain that keeps you level-headed, thinking clearly or... Um, yeah, I, I don't know how to explain it's, it's, it, but it's it not can... even a, just a physical. It's not even just a physical thing. Like, I mean, it's not even just a mental thing. I mean, there, it, there's a physical thing to like. There's a science to it too. Like, mm. when you work out, like you're you're more clear headed. You're more level headed. You're, you you. It's like, I don't know, but but there is a science behind it where, um, you know, your your blood is flowing, right? You're moving mm. around and you're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. energized and all I this and you. that, and your your brain works better. It's more vigilant, you know, mm -hmm. and and. It is a mental thing, but it's also it's it's also a physical thing as well. You know, there's there's things reacting in your body. You know, there's um, s stuff being activated and all that good stuff. I, I don't I don't know any of the terms, okay? But <laughs> there is something I assure you. There's something that makes your body just work better, okay? Um, but but yeah, no, I I completely understand you. Like, you sometimes you do have to go out and do that stuff because the act of doing. You know, it makes you want to do more. You know, like for for example, like I go to the gym, right? Mm -hmm. I hate going to the gym. Like the thought of the thought of myself walking for twenty five minutes to the gym is twenty five minutes. It's just, oh, it's just it's just not a pretty picture to me, right? So I was like, you know what? This bed is it's so soft. You know, it's, it's bouncy. So I'm like, I'm gonna stay <laughs> home. Um, no, I get up and I go, and uh, you know, have somebody accountable help me push to push me in like yo you know just go and so we go and after we get when i'm there when i'm at the gym i'm like i'm already here so i go 100 percent, 100 percent, kill myself you know <laughs> uh when i'm outside i'm like you know what i could do that again the next day but then I, I i go i repeat the same thing over and over again you it never changes but the fact that you do and you try is the only thing that only thing that matters right there's this anime that I Black Clover. Okay, I don't know if you I don't know if you know it, but there's mm -hmm. an anime. It's like, um, it's okay to be weak, right? But it's not okay to stay weak. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you're right, if you're not at the place that you want to be right now, that's okay. As long as you try to get out of it, as long as you don't stay there, you know, keep working towards the goal that you want to be. Like for me, 
you know, you're not just born and you're just this person. No, everything around you influences you to be the to be the person that you are right now, right? Okay, Aaron, I don't know what that was, but oh, sorry. Um, but yeah, so you you become the person that your environment allows you to be, okay? From when you were born to to how you are now, how you were raised, etc., etc. You are this person because of that. So, in that regard, that means <laughs> if you're if you if you're using if you're using that same logic, right? That means that you can reinvent yourself to become a person, to become another person, to become somebody else, to become the, something that you want to become. Of course, you're still yourself. I ain't mad at but it. I, but you can still be that other person that you want to be in your head. You know, I'm not saying that you can be you can be like handsome in like two days. You know what I'm saying? But but there's a process. You know, like um, you can you can do things to make yourself physically attractive. You know what I'm saying? Like go out and work out. You know, have a healthier lifestyle. Have a have a healthier diet. All this and that. And and um, obviously you'll be more appealing. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, clear up acne, whatever, by having a, a you know have a better skincare routine, whatever, or stuff like that. And and you'll you'll look better, I guess. Or cut cut your hair, something like that, right? Basically, there's always things that you can do to change up how you look to an extent, right? And there's always things. But here's the thing: physically, physicality, there's a limitation to that, right? Of course, right? Because genes and all that stuff. But mentally, there's no limitation to where you can be mentally, mm-hmm. right? The same as 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 you can go. You know, you can improve yourself, you can deteriorate, and you can lose yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, in the, in the same second, right? So if you're still working, if you're still stagnant, um, and, and you're not going anywhere, you can stay there forever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, if you're continuously improving yourself and you're trying to improve yourself, you're always going to improve yourself. If you're literally not trying to do anything in your life, but your life will go to shit. Like, literally. Oh. Like it's just... This doesn't, you know, it's, it's it's you're not gonna be where you want to be, and you're you're just gonna feel you're gonna be in this feedback loop of hell. You know what I'm saying? Like just the the worst, the worst kind of possible, um, you can you know possible situation you can imagine, basically. Yeah, I was I was um, when you were talking about if you feel as though you're unattractive, you can do something about it. It's okay to feel unattractive, and it's okay to be unattractive as long as there's something you can do about it. I'm not advocating for plastic surgery or anything, but there are definitely things that are under your control, which is if you're skinny, you can gain weight. If you're a little bit on the heavier side, you can lose some pounds. And what was... If you're fat, lose weight. Yeah. If... <laughs> but what what was going through my mind when, when you were when you were thinking, when you were saying that was the whole fat acceptance thing and thin privilege and all that thing and all that jazz... And it was, I don't know, it was, it's, um, oh, I was talking to a friend, a com- uh, mutual friend of ours, and she wanted to improve, she wanted to, <laughs> yes, a fellow comrade, she wanted to improve, she, she told me that she wanted to work out more, she wanted to, all these things to improve herself, and she would always um, find herself unattractive, so she wanted to do something about it, and what I said was, that's good that you want to improve yourself. And what I actually said was, I said that, and I also said, I'm not going to be an asshole and sit here and tell you that it's okay the way you are. I said that. I literally said, I'm not going to sit here and say that to you. And I respect that you want to change something about yourself. And then she was like, I actually appreciate that. And I hate the people who tell me that it's okay to be me. 
Like, what if you're depressed? What if you actually are depressed and being fat? If you just keep munching on Big Macs and 5 for 5 Wendy's. What if you actually are sad doing that, but people keep telling you that you're okay? What, you're okay being depressed? You're okay the way you are? You're okay being uncomfortable with your own skin? It's, it's, there's just, there's just something about taking pains. There's something about working out. There's something about actually doing something to improve yourself in the physical sense instead of the mental sense. And I just, I I just don't appreciate people telling other people that they're okay the way they are. You can do something about it. I mean, it's, yes, you, like what you said, it's okay to be weak as long as you don't stay that way. And it's okay to feel the way that you're feeling right now as long as you do something about it. Instead of just say, instead of just being confident, being depressed, or instead of being confident, being yourself, actually try to improve yourself in the way that would actually make you better. Instead of being confident, having so much hubris to the point where you have to feel as though everybody should accept you because you're this way. No, boo boo, you chose. No, boo boo, to no, be that boo-boo. way. You feel don't me? accept it. Fat accept. Yeah. Don't accept it. You know, just don't. Just st- stop it. Just change yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, Ch- go go ahead and change yourself. If you're if you're skinny, if you're underweight, you know, you obviously have like lifestyle changes to make. Go make them. You know, like it's. I'm not. Just, we're not targeting anybody here. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to change somehow. You know, this is life. You know. And, and, you know, just stop being so sensitive about it, you know? I would say that, too. Here, here's, here's the very important thing. I see this a lot, in, especially in women, right? Mm, mm. Where they're like, um, they're like, oh, girl, you look beautiful, all this I and see that. that, too. Oh, my goodness, right? bro. And I'm here I'm on like, Instagram a lot. I am on Instagram a whole lot. And I have yes. a lot of female friends. Yes. And every time I would like say, say oh. like a really famous girl, like I say like a thousand followers plus, just post one selfie, just one. Not really, oh. a tr- not like she's trying to, you know, she look good. She look good. It's uh, not her best. It's, it's not, not her best, best but you know? she look good, right? Uh-huh. Two minutes later, 35 comments. I'm not, and it's like 12 of those is from one person. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I, don't, I don't understand oh it. I, I it's, just it's like okay. I leave a double that's, tap and I'm out. That's not even that's not even the point I'm making here. In real life, right? It, or even on social media. Yeah, yeah. If you look like you're bro, you don't look the same, right? There's something wrong about you. There's there's there, there's just something there that you 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 really want to itch that that, you know, like you just got to say something, you know? But like okay, you're not looking your best. Okay, and that's fine, right? And then the girls go Oh my god, you look so beautiful. What did you do? You change your hair or something? Like obviously there's something there's obviously some kind of thing that happened to her, like, oh she got her hair chopped off or something like that. Like and it doesn't look good. Okay? And I'm like, oh my god, I like it. Like, oh the, okay, this is this is the most common I've seen, right? Mm-hmm. Girl girl go okay, let's say here's a scenario. Mm-hmm. Um a girl like chopped all of her hair off. She's bald now, right? <sighs> and and her friend comes in you know, what, what, like one of her friends, As like, oh my statement. God, what did you do to your hair? And she's like, oh, uh, you know, I'm going bald. She's like, as you should, you know, they go like, as you should, go, go get it. You know, stop, bro. Stop. You don't, you don't, you don't look, you don't, mm, nah, nah, boo boo. I'm sorry. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? You lying to that person. Okay. 
Like, okay, so in this instance, she is lying, okay? And most people are lying, okay? When you lie to somebody like that, you're not helping them. You're not, you're not helping them. You're pitying them. Facts, bro. I, I, let me just add on to this. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a friend, like my, like one of my best friends, because you know how people have multiple best friends. But in any case, my best friend, he was talking about this one guy and saying how he, he's kind of, quote unquote, pitying him but not uh subtly because he's saying um he doesn't get he he this is what he kind of says oh he doesn't get any girls i feel so bad for him but he's such a nice guy um stop teach just, him just, teach him how to get girls bro me oh. nah bro but in any case it's just it's kind of just like stop pity complimenting him you know at that yeah. point yeah no he's just like you're not ugly, but you know you're a nice guy. <laughs> and here's the thing too. Oh my god! First of all, that's that's the worst. That is the worst. <laughs> especially you know you're funny. If a, no, no, no. That that's 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 still better than than when girls say it to you. You know you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I like you, but not in that way. You're like a brother to me, or like I never oh, had. I like you, had but or that like oh, I tough, like though. you. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't like you like that. But I think you're a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's the same thing. Like, same just thing. say that you don't want to be with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, just yeah, say just that, just and say I'll say that. For I'll move on because if you if you say that to somebody, right, and they believe it, they're like, oh yeah, I'm, I am a nice guy. I am a nice guy. They're gonna keep making. Yeah, the it's same like mistakes. I'm a nice guy. Why can't I? Like, why can't I? Why be can't with somebody? I be with you? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. So is being a nice guy wrong? Like, no. you know what I'm saying? Like, eh, depends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, but okay, we're not we're not gonna get into that today. Yeah. But, um. Like, stop pitying people now because when we grow up, yeah, we, 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 this world has gotten so sensitive that if you point something out to somebody like, oh, um, I think this would go better with that or I think this would go better with this, like your, like your shoes don't match with your nails or something like that and, and it's supposed to be a good thing for you. It's supposed to be like, oh, change that so you can look better. I'm not saying it because like, because I don't like you or like because you, you're ugly or something. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm I'm not attacking you. I'm trying to make you look better. You know what I'm saying? So just just take it, right? Change it. See how it feels on you and if you like it, keep going. If you don't, then stop. Then then don't do it, right? But if you're if you don't like it because I said something about it, then that's on you. That's on you to fix. That's because, facts. That is facts. Because it's like if you if you don't like it just because I said something and it actually does make you look better, Right? E- like, even if it's just other people, like, girl, like, what am I doing wrong? You right, know th- there was a stoic quote, I forgot, I just don't know who said it, but Ryan Holiday was quoting some stoic person, and it was along the lines of offense, and the quote basically said, if you get offended, you are complicit in the offense. Mm-hmm. It's, it, because... If you get offended by something, it's up to you to get offended. That's your fault. You got offended mm-hmm. because you brought up a narrative. And there was uh, one of Epictetus' quote. He said, um, a lot of the things that trouble us isn't the physical world, but the stories we tell ourselves. You feel me? Like what, mm-hmm. what I said earlier about the whole, um, um, it's a vague cloud. And then once you actually think about it, it's just this one needle. It's, it's yeah. the things that you tell yourself. And if you get mm-hmm. offended... You're not necessarily offended by... Say you call me ugly. 
right? Mm-hmm. And what my thinking is, I mean, or if if I'm thinking to myself, what you talking about, bro? I know, I know, I'm good. You you feel me? I, I know I'm good looking. You feel me? That I wouldn't be offended. I'd be like, I I know you're joking, or mm-hmm. or even when my dad tells me, all the time, like, boy, you ugly. Things like that, right? I'm, I'm not offended because I know you're joking. But if I take it to heart, if if I replace that narrative or if I replace that rhetoric with something along the lines of, "What are you talking about?" I'm I'm like I'm the prettiest woman or I'm the handsomest boy ever. Like da 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 da. Then I'd get offended. Then that would mean that I was complicit in the offense because, well, you thought you thought of that when you could have thought of something else. You know what I see a lot of people doing though. What's that? Like, okay, so people are like, um, okay, so somebody's like, oh, like, um, they they would go and fish for compliments, right? They'd be like, uh, so how's my hair today? Or like, so let's say somebody got a haircut, right? And they're like, oh, um, you, like, do you like my hair? Whatever. Or like, hey, like, you notice anything different? They're like, oh yeah, your hair. I don't, I don't really like it. You know, like saying, because you asked for my opinion, I'm going to give it to you, right? If I genuinely I'm not gonna lie to like you. it. I'm not going to lie to you. So I'm just going to be like, you know, I, I don't I don't really like it. I feel like it, would be, it was better before, right? And they're like, oh, what? Like, oh, you're talking? Like, you, like you the guy with the whatever? Oh like, shut up, bro. Shut up. You asked for my opinion. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? But it's just like, it's just best to like, just, just don't just, I, I, I don't care. So I just state my opinion and I'm just like, I just laugh it off and I just, I just go on about my day. Cause I don't really care about what they think. You know, I just like, okay, whatever. Cool. But like, if you're fishing for it, like just, just, I know you're fishing, you know, like I'm going to give it to you just, just so you taste your own medicine. Oh, for real, you know? for real. Fishing I mean, but, but, but if you're like, but if you, if you genuinely look, if you genuinely look good, I'm gonna be like, damn, like, damn, you look good, bro. Like they, keep going, bro. bro. Whoa. Do that. Whoa. Damn, you sexy. Oh, let me stop. Oh, what's anyway, up, bro? Continue. You think I look good? <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> but yeah, bro. I just here's here's another thing that I I think I've been completely messing up because I've been watching a lot of political videos and a lot of the things that has been going on in politics and the whole there are only two genders thing. So you, you know, incendiary topics of the sort, and then. And then I would go on social media and then I would see all these triggering posts. Well, not necessarily triggering for me, but I would say I'm getting annoyed at the fact that why did you have to say this or things like little things. You know how when you go to a bio of a person, they would have like she slash her, him slash him, they slash them. And um, and they would have uh, say um, this is going to get very incendiary, but they would have a Black Lives Matter post. Despite the fact that they've never done anything to show that they don't support black lives or to show that they've never done anything to the opposite effect. So they would just say it to go along with, the, I would call it virtue signaling, but maybe they have, you know, uh, a very benevolent motive. But things of the sort. I'm so confused at what you just said. Say that again, but simpler. From which part? <laughs> Just, just, Black Lives Matter. Okay, so from Yo. Black Lives Matter, right? They Somebody would post they would post something along the lines of that, like say, um, oh, oh, um, down with Trump, or you know, I support Biden, something like that, like things that, like political things, uh, politically, 
debatable things, uh, contentious mm-hmm. topics like Black Lives Matter. They would post something like that, despite the fact that they don't really think about these things, but they just go with it because everybody else is doing it, or okay. it's a it's a type of virtue signaling to the point where oh. I support your cause, therefore I must be good. Things like that, or like what yeah. I said. I, the, the example I gave was the Black Lives Matter thing. They would have a BlackLivesMatter.com thing, or they would have a black square as their uh, profile picture, or they would post a black square like Blackout Tuesday, whatever like that. Despite the fact that they never did anything to the opposite effect, the, the, I've never caused any harm to black people. I've never caused anything to offend black people i've never like things of the sort but to virtue signal that you support this despite the fact that you never really did anything to for the opposite effect you feel me so it's just like oh i'm posting this one because I, maybe uh, it's support because... you know I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt maybe they do genuinely support it but all right yeah, so that's what I'm conflating. I'm conflating that with real life people because I've never actually interacted with such people. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. I've never actually, and on a personal level, have been affected by such situations or people like that. I've never really encountered people like that. Um, what I always see was just these SJWs, these leftists, or these very outrageously verbose people. And... Yeah, oh, I have another example for you. Um, remember that one girl who commented or who replied to your post about the fat privilege or the thin privilege thing? And oh, then yeah. she said, she said, <laughs> yeah. um, she said, I get that you think that way, but other people might. And it's like, you are not a mouthpiece for these people. Why are you getting offended for them? Are you offended yeah, like, yourself? Cool, no. You? So, yeah. I we cool. So, it's like, if you are not offended and it's like oh these people might be offended well what gives you the right to be the mouthpiece mouth mouthpiece for them or it's like could it be that you might be misrepresenting them you feel me so it's like like yeah like you don't speak for everybody yeah you don't and and everybody have their own opinions and yeah i get and in, in that context like i get what she was doing like she was like oh okay like um you know what, what you're doing is wrong whatever okay cool like normal SJW stuff okay, <laughs> normal like, SJW stuff you call yeah, me no, no, regular stuff, Tuesday you know, it's, 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 oh, it's always happened so I'm like okay cool okay so you say I'm uneducated so educate me oh wait she said that so she was like yeah you're obviously uneducated about oh, the subject wow. all this and that and I'm like oh, okay wow. so educate me like don't oh, wow. like don't come into my DMs saying that that you're all great and stuff, that's, you know, that's tough. with I didn't with, know with a negative that. connotation, with, with 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 a negative with a negative like intention, wow. without actually doing anything about it, right? If you're really like for these people, that's crazy. And and you see an uneducated man, educate that man so that he can join your side. You know for what I'm real, saying? For real, for real. So so she was like, okay, you know what? For your information, this is what it is, and she was doing it very like, as if she was like better than me, as if she like, was like in a condescending manner, in a very very condescending manner. So I was like, you know what? I was like, I told her, okay, first and foremost, like, um, I understand what you what 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 you're saying. Mm-hmm. I I can acknowledge that that you have some information about this, but I feel like some information is misrepresented in this in this sense because, for me, I 
you know, I researched the topic. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I, I brought up, I actually brought up credible sources. I told her, like, this is what this is. This is what this is. This is what this guy was saying. And and there was no, like, negative connotation towards it, you mm-hmm. know? And and I was giving her, like, sources and all this stuff. And then, um, <laughs> you know, I went out of my way, right? Not to defend myself, but to educate her as well. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. She knew nothing about the topic she only represented the feelings of the people right but in reality the feelings of the people are only one part of everything else you know what i'm saying and plus you you don't speak for them you don't speak for them you know what i'm saying there's literally research out there that you know that that contradicts what she was saying okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i was like you obviously don't know the topic you you're telling me that i'm uneducated are we still talking about the fat the thin privilege thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're, you're obviously telling me that I'm an... I'm... I'm... A, crap. I'm... English. 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 English, no good. <laughs> so yeah, so you're obviously telling me I'm uneducated and I'm, um, you know, uh, I don't know a lot about the topic when, in fact, you don't know anything about the topic. You were just saying that you do know about the topic because you want to represent these people, but you're misrepresenting them. You know what I'm saying? Like, so... In that case, if you didn't really, if you really didn't know anything, shut your mouth, because you're, because it's like, you're, you're making it worse for these people. Mm-hmm. You're making it worse for their reputation, you know. When you, first of all, you yourself, are not overweight. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you are not part of them. Right. Like even though you support it, you are not part of them, so you can't really know how they feel. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like, okay, educate yourself, but don't tell me to, don't come into my DMs and like start, you know, trying to educate me in a condescending manner when you, when you don't know anything about the topic. I know I said manner, like, <laughs> really, like, very, I, know, I, I lost there a little bit. <laughs> I don't even know what kind of accent that was, was it but like, it just came out. Manner? <laughs> the manner, the manner. I lost it a little bit. I, I tried not to show it on the camera, but I couldn't, I couldn't help it. <laughs> but yeah, so... So that happened. But anyways, yeah, that was a very passionate topic. About, like, I, I really cared about that topic, but yeah. Yeah, and I, I kind of have to not conflate these types of things um, with with um, with the real life, because social media is not real life. It's more so... I, I tend to think of it nowadays as like you're posting something out of the whims of your imagination or the whims of your... Like, out of the whim. Like, you just mm-hmm. pull it out of nowhere and you just splat it out for... Thousands of people to see your first draft nonsense, um, ill-fabricated opinions, but I am I a victim of that too? Heck yeah! Remember that phase that I had, which I was just like posting selfies, or whatever. That was just like, I w- that was off the whims of my my thoughts. It was it wasn't well thought out, and do I regret it? Not necessarily, but would I do it now? No, you know those types of things where you're trying to fabricate a pseudo self, and yeah. Yeah, I just I just don't necessarily appreciate it because they they're trying to fabricate a pseudo self in those profile pictures or in, the, in those profiles. It's not you. Do you, if you really think about it, you know those those things that uh, Instagram stories, for example. I'm not gonna give out any names, but maybe I will in um, like a private conversation. But in any case, I I know this per this one person who just just keeps on sharing like oh uh, Trump's a racist or da 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 and uh, yes Joe Biden. But when it actually comes down to it, and when you ask them, well, why do you think X, Y, and Z? 
and then can you give me it. proof of that and just like oh i don't really know anything it's like it kind of boils down to that's just how i feel man yeah you know what that's i do nowadays I you know what? know what i do nowadays i think it's a mm-hmm. this is a really good thing to to that i have uh learned uh especially i, I kind of got this from having multiple conversations from watching jordan peterson's videos it's that i have a very politically inclined friend and she would always ask me about what I feel about certain things or what what, what, my, what my thoughts are in uh, X, Y, and Z. What I would say, and this is, she, she actually said that she likes having conversations with me, is whenever I don't know anything or say I know the tiniest amount, I would say, she would ask me, uh, Aaron or Ronell, what, what, what are your thoughts on COVID or what are your thoughts on the vaccine? I don't know anything about the vaccine. I'm not going to go out here and tell her that, oh, I read this, therefore I think that Where, when I just vapidly know certain circumstances. So what I do is, well, I don't really have an opinion on that because I, have, I'm, I might have to read up on that a little bit more and get back to you on that. Um, but from what I have read, this is what I have read. I don't necessarily think that this is right because this is, these are the only things that I know. So I can't really formulate an opinion off of uh, merely these things so maybe um, uh, so I would say I don't have an opinion on that and then she would like try to educate me well, what do you think about it and then she would educate me and then it would just kind of go on that tangent I don't try to tell her that just because I read X Y and Z this is this is that I would try to read everything um, and actually formulate an opinion based on those things but if i don't know anything and i just see like one article or or even worse than that one instagram post god forbid i i do mm. that and say that this is my opinion i don't do that because <laughs> i don't really think that i just read it you know so it's not really my opinion if i say that da 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 da, da. is it really your opinion or are you just voicing out what the other guy said you know so i i that's what I think. Oh That's a really people good really, thing to to know nowadays, bro. Yeah, people really like <laughs> people really need to see like your hand gestures. You're like, whoa! <laughs> it was, it was so, okay, whatever. But dude, the, the thing that you were talking about, like with the Instagram post, people really read one or two Instagram posts and think they know everything about the subject. When still, it's 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 very um. Let's say think about think think about it like this. If you there is a word for this. I just forgot what the word is, so I just have to explain it. When you go on the internet and you write "Trump is bad," mm. right? You're gonna get everything that that's you know that everything everything that comes up is gonna be something about Trump being bad. If you write "Trump is good," right? Everything is gonna come out as Trump being good, right? So, so it's like your. It's, I don't know. I, f- I forget. I forget what it is. Don't 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 even try to guess because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like you're looking at one side of the of, of the whole piece, right? You're looking at one side of the whole piece. If you watch CNN, you're gonna get one side of the story. If you watch Fox News, you're gonna get the other side of the story, mm-hmm. right? It's 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 not you know everything is tailored to one opinion, okay? You have to go and, and if you really care about the topic and if you really want to be careful about what you say, mm-hmm. 
educate and you want to really educate yourself instagram post is not the way <laughs> it's real stop like like it's stop stop going instagram post it's not the way go out and read about this stuff you know make form your own opinions mm-hmm. stop stop copying the opinions of others you know start learning how to think because i feel like people are so sheep-minded that they look at one thing they're like oh i'm gonna follow that because oh i live in new york i'm a democrat so i'm gonna follow this oh my god bro (laughs) you know what i'm saying like don't just do things for the sake of people liking you do things because you want to genuinely genuinely learn about it like i feel like because of the school system right like especially you know how how we've gone through the, the the system i just feel like whatever we learn we just take it as at face value we're like okay cool this is it this is the right thing this mm-hmm. is right but once i expanded like you know um science research i don't know if you i don't know if you went to it like ap yeah. ap research yeah um i kind of didn't take it serious but i went to yeah it. but it's like i mean i didn't take it serious either like it was such a like easy ride for me but it was like finding out the good and the bad of something like even learning about the counter arguments and stuff like that people really don't take that seriously but once you go out into the world and you really look at all the different opinions form your own opinion that's how you become educated it's not like oh i'm educated because i know this many facts about joe biden nobody cares bro nobody cares if you if you only spew one side you know you can't really argue if you only know one side you can't argue because you don't know what the other guy is saying because you don't you're just gonna be like oh that's wrong that's wrong because you don't know it you know what i'm saying if you're really gonna argue with somebody go ahead argue with them sure argue with them but know what you're talking about please because it's just like don't don't debate with somebody thinking that you know stuff when you don't you know yeah that's that's good and just to add on to that, uh, when you search up things, I thought you were talking about autofill. And what, what was going through my mind was something that truly terrified me. Because we live in New York. New York is kind of like the epicenter of abortion. Uh, we've killed, I think in just the state of New York alone, they're killing more babies than the um, the amount of Jews killed in the Holocaust. And I, I don't know if a lot of people know that. And what scared me was, uh, was um, I, I, I forgot which show i was watching or what video i was watching but i i kind of just googled abortion just like you know how in the search engine you can just type abortion and it will fill out things this mm-hmm. truly terrified me because the first three or the first five actually i'm gonna I'm tell you everything abortion right that's the only thing i typed first search result abortion is normal Second, abortion causes. Third, abortion clinic near me. Abortion clinic New York. Abortion clinic Queens. Abortion definition. Abortion pill cost. Abortion clinic. Abortion laws and abortion meaning. But the f- uh, the rest didn't really matter to me. But the first one terrified me. Abortion is normal. When I saw that, I I, I kind of I got shocked. I, I kind of froze. It was just like, because I'm, okay. maybe it's because I'm in New York and this is what other people have been searching up because New York is actually the epicenter of a lot of abortions. Yeah, because a, a, a lot of Democrats think that, you know, and, and, and New York is a Democratic um It's a blue uh, state, Democratic yeah. State. Yeah, it's a blue state. And, you know, I would consider myself a Democrat. Okay. You know, I, I, you know, I, I, you know, all that stuff. But 
you don't have to you don't have to agree with everything. Yeah. Within what because here's the thing, even democrat democratic leaders they don't believe in everything that that democrats you know um what is it called uh support, mm-hmm. right? And and you know if you really think about it like n- not a lot of these senators like freaking uh what is it? Donald Trump was running for Demo- like was running for president for, as a Democrat. They didn't as a Democrat it. for, for <laughs> a while, yeah, and he he didn't get it. The, the one time he he becomes Republican and like one runs, time, bro. yeah, it's just the one time, and he, he gets it, you know. So it's like they don't really, they don't believe in everything. They don't believe in everything that they support. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's their jobs. They want to get they want to get ahead. They want to be better. You know, you you should know that there's a motive behind everything that they do. So let's leave it at that. But what I'm saying is this. One, I don't think saying abortion is normal while we still have that as a big debate in the country is right. You know what I'm saying? It, nothing can be normal if, um, you know, if, if we're still debating about it, if we're still arguing about it. It's not normal, you know? Abortion is not normal, and not aborting is also not normal, right? So it, it's like... What are we like? What like what? We're, we're, I feel like that title is just so misleading. I feel like also it's it's it depends on where it's coming from because a lot of like news or like um, like posts like like news posts like they you know they obviously clickbait. Mm-hmm. So you know I guess I guess that's just that. I feel like, I feel like it's just clickbait. I don't think it's it's actually saying that it's normal. Maybe it's just showing. No, like, it's a, it's a it's a it's one of those autofill because you know how in autofill. You can just like type one thing without searching it. It would it would just like type in suggested like the suggestions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that was the first one. The first suggested was abortion is normal, which scared me. It's like why mm-hmm. why is this suggested to me? I honestly don't care what people do, like with uh, with abortion. I, I really don't care. Like personally, I really don't care. Like if if you want to do it because you have your reasons, go ahead. You know, um, I'm not gonna try to like change your mind about you know, aborting because you have your own reasons, you know why you're doing it, go do it. You know, I, I don't I don't really care. But you know, like just for me personally, I would not. Unless like if my girl like got raped or something. You know, like I'm like, bro, come on, like don't don't rape my girl, bro. That's that's my baby. But yeah. Yeah, I agree in that sense too when it comes to women doing whatever the heck they want with their bodies i'm a libertarian when it comes to that even though i'm a christian and i'm necessarily a a conservative in that thing wherein um in the church we would not necessarily tell women to do whatever they want with their bodies according to the bible women should be modest and things like that but outside the church you can do whatever you want that's my thing like if you Mm -hmm. if you are everybody has different beliefs everybody has different beliefs so I'm, i'm separating church and state so if you're outside the church from me my political views is you can do whatever you want you can be a libertarian whatever you can do whatever you want with your body i couldn't care less now that being said that thing inside your womb is not your body you feel me that is an autonomous human being because for me i believe that life begins at conception because Mm -hmm. anywhere else that the line is drawn also draws a fake line on something else that you don't necessarily would want to agree with so the only line that can be possibly drawn that makes full sense is conception right so that's my thing but anything else you can do whatever you want with your body what i don't agree with is if you're ending somebody else's life 
You get what I'm saying? So so you're def you're definitely like, like if you get raped, like, I say say you get raped. Granted, that's still one like less than one percent of all abortion causes, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so there are four choices in in um pregnancy. There's a fifth choice which is abortion, but let's let's I would take that out of the table and say there's only four. Pregnancy or motherhood, contraception, abstinence, and adoption. adoption. So there's four. So there you can choose any four. But the fifth one, it kind of just alleviates people of responsibility because of the 99% of all abortions that happen, it's because it's a fork in the road of what the mother wants. You feel me? Is that, is that like is it like a true statistic? Like yeah, it's it's actually a true statistic. I don't necessarily have the statistic in hand, but actually less than one percent of things are uh, rape and uh, incest. Over ninety nine percent or ninety eight percent of all abortions are actually cause are actually when the mother is just voluntarily having it, not to the detriment of the health, but just because of um, those. Th- uh, things happening wherein the baby is a hindrance or a fork in the road in the mother's future or the uh, or both both parents future rather and um, anywhere else that the line is drawn for example does the life begin at four month uh, inside the womb or nine month inside the womb it, it doesn't it draws another line and uh, in another uh, at another place for example um full body autonomy or or life begins when you can fend for yourself okay well if it's outside the womb and it can fend for itself well how about those three month old you know know those things like what about this because it actually also applies to what you're saying that justifies abortion so that's what i would say there's so 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 many reasons on both sides there yeah so many reasons from both sides and uh, it's just I did a whole paper on this mm-hmm. and my ending reason was that uh, I didn't even say whether or not like <laughs> I, I, did, I did this I did this essay for my sister um, before I was even in college so I, when I was I was really really intrigued on it because I was like okay well there's this thing about um, you know there's autonomy paternalism and all this and that and you have full access of your body but then you're you know paternal like mild paternalism because the doctor knows exactly like um what happens you know he should give warning all this and that and uh he has mild paternalism because he went to school for like more than 12 years you know um more than you know 20 years you know just to be a doctor so he knows stuff you know, he, he knows, he has a lot of knowledge in, in medicine, right? So you should definitely heed his caution, right? And all this and that. Uh, I don't know. It's just such, it's so hard for me because one, I want, to do, I want you to be able to do anything with your body, right? And you can argue that even though that's not you, it's still in your body. You know, it's not in anybody else's body. It's not in, in, in a male's body. It's in a female's body. And that female has or should have the right to her own body, whatever she wants to do with it. Take it out early, um, you know, kill it, whatever. That's her, on her conscience. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's what I believe. I, I personally, like, 
I would not do it because I feel like in the moment of, right, I'd be like, oh my God, like, oh, we have to abort, we have to abort. Like, we're not ready, we're not ready. But at the end of it, I think I would regret it in the end if I did that. I feel you. It's 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 only because of that. Only because of feeling. Only because I'm like I'm I'm a very um, family oriented person, and I I really not care yet. about like I I really want to be like, you know, have kids or whatever. Just you know, not now. So I'm, you know, contraceptives always the best. You know, always the best. Uh, um, uh, what is it called? Um, I don't know way to do it. Yeah, it's just contraceptives the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. But abstinence very... is the one hundred percent way. Is the one hundred percent, one hundred percent foolproof, foolproof, fully tested, proven and tested. Sometimes the dudes gotta gotta give in a little bit. Sometimes, but um, but yeah. So we obviously have different opinions yeah. on on, you know, and, and that's okay. You know, but we like, can be friends, okay. right? No, no, we can't. You're the worst. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you. I'm a Democrat, damn it. <laughs> I don't know about that one. That was a little bit too extreme. When when people during the election. And yeah. there were just these people who were like, "Oh, if you vote for Trump, we can't be friends." Um, okay. Yo, like, okay. shut up. Th- those people who said that, bro. I unfollowed them real quick. I'm just like, I'm not gonna wait for you to open the door. I'm gonna walk out myself. You feel me? Oh. I'm so serious. Okay. But but no, like I I really don't understand that. Like, everybody is different. Every person has has been raised a different way. You can't force people to, what. Everybody's different. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, did I say did I say that wrong? <laughs> yeah, you said, no, really? you said it in a weird way, but you said it right. Really different. Yeah. Did I not say it like that? Okay, whatever. Okay, so everybody's different. Everybody has their own way of growing up. Everybody grew up a different way, and the reasons for why they did so, you know, first of all, there, a lot of people they don't vote for facts. They vote for feeling. Ooh. And that's a very true fact. Like, if Especially like if you're if you're a leader, right? You're not trying to, like you know, pathos, ethos, logos, right? The 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 three modes of of persuasion, they use all of that. But ethos, feeling, right? Is the I don't know if it's ethos actually. Is it pathos? I have not. I don't know. Whatever. The the feeling one, right? Is the one that that is very is the most important. I would say, the most important because. If you can get to somebody's heart, no, I wouldn't say it's the most important. I would say it's the most powerful. It it is the most powerful, yes, because just like when somebody's in love, you can't reason with them. It's the same (laughs) thing here. When somebody has a when you when somebody instills a cause into somebody, and they believe in that cause wholeheartedly, they will go with that cause no matter what. No, like no questioning loyalty. You know what I'm saying? Just like if you throw 100 percent yourself. To to God, you're not going to you don't you don't even you don't even like hundred percent know if God is there, right? But if you if you believe hundred percent that He is there and He's whatever and He and He's present and He's gonna do things and He's He's gonna come back, you're never gonna let that go. That's why religion exists, right? Because and that's why it's, it's survived for so long. Because of faith, right? Of loyalty, of of because it hits you where it hurts, right? It's it just it's just so powerful, because it hits you, in the in in feeling right. There's not a lot of reason, and there's a lot of reasons to contradict the Bible and contradict the you know the religion whatever and all that stuff. And and you can you can like, 
contradict that too. You probably have your own evidence that, that goes against that, Aaron. But most people, you know, they, 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 they will try to go against it. But if they were to 100% go into it, they wouldn't even question it. You know, they would believe that, that that's right. That's the right thing. So, yeah. All right, well, I guess that's it. We've been an hour and 43 minutes in, bro. That's crazy. Let's we go. touched upon a lot of topics. Uh, originally, this was, this was supposed to just be a reading and journaling con- conversation, mm-hmm. but I like I, I ain't mad at it. You feel me? We touched on a you lot know, of things. You got to go with the flow. You got to active yeah. listen, actively listen, actively, you know, be present. You feel me? Yeah. And um, that's what that's that's what I would I would suggest too. Like if you if you truly disagree, like I I disagree with I agree with Farrell when it comes to women can do whatever they want with their bodies. You feel me? In mm-hmm. my church, like of course my religious views would be more so surrounded on Christian principles, which is modesty, apparel you should have, um, uh, no such thing as adornments, um, long hair as a veil, and that's what I would. Like that's that's me. If if it were up to me, I would have or implement Christian values to everybody, which is why I shouldn't be president because you know you should have you ha- you should have your freedom, but um, yeah we we but outside the church, you know you when I I personally am a libertarian when it comes to that women can do whatever they want with their bodies, but he would say uh, or Farrell would suggest that uh, correct me if I get this wrong or, or if I'm misrepresenting you is that the baby or uh, the fetus is in the body. So that's still under the sovereignty and under the power of the mother because the fetus is in its body. So yeah. it can do whatever. Uh, the, the female or the woman, the mother, should be able to have any form of sovereignty uh, that's in her body. So that's, that's, his, that's um, mm-hmm. Pharaoh's argument. But my mm-hmm. argument would be that's not your body, that's another person's body. You know, the same way if another person is in your home and being, quote-unquote, troublesome, there are an infinite ways to get that person out of your uh, house uh, without killing the person. Um, you can call 911, you can all, do all sorts of things, you can force them out. Um, but that's not really a good example because the baby wouldn't necessarily survive outside of the womb uh, if it's premature, or rather, um, if it's aborted. There we go. But... Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's all um, based on our own opinions. We're not forcing. We're. Not, I'm not forcing my own opinions down his throat. Throat. He's not forcing his down mine, and that's. I think that's what people should be doing nowadays, especially with the whole social media and politics. It's. It's kind of getting annoying uh, at this mm-hmm. point. Did you see my last story, Farrell? No. Uh, it was under close friends, but. I got I got annoyed I got heated because a lot of people. Oh, I, 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 I did see that. Yeah, I but it was that. under close friends. I I don't. I don't uh, there's only six of you there, so I don't really <laughs> mind. But yeah, that's gonna wrap it up for this uh, podcast episode. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you again in the next one. Peace out, Farrell. Peace out. Of course. Peace out. Take care.